We've all learned something on TikTok, something that's made our life easier, right? But there are some things you see on TikTok you should not try yourself, like performing oral surgery on yourself. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, have you ever like seen where someone, I know you and I have talked about this before, but like someone invents something and you're okay. like, dang, I wish I'd invented that. All the time. Okay, so this is not dangerous that I'm giving this out. It's not like someone's going to steal it because I've already copyrighted it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So follow me here. The company, I'm kind of working with a name here. It's either going to be called Light and Airy, Air on the Side of Caution. A-I-R? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, because here's why. I had to get, you know, I had to get like air in my tire. You know how like your tire, it'll always like your Low sensor pressure. comes yeah. up or something. And so I went and I'm as I'm paying $1.50 for the air, I'm thinking, how on earth are these people charging $1.50 for something that's free? Well, you can get it for free at Quick Trip. Well, I maybe, yes, but I didn't I mean, see it. It's not maybe. I did it Friday. Okay. Well, Kroger used to have free air and they don't anymore. But here's the thing. I've come up with this brilliant idea. And I know like they have to have the hose and the machines and the knobs. But the I hardware, mean, yeah. once three people come through, that's paid for. Okay. So it's going to be called light and airy or air on, air on the side of caution. And it's an air club. Okay. So you pay, Carl's going to love this. You pay $10 a month to join. And then I'm going to have these machines everywhere. Get it every air where. And so then you just drive around and you have a little code that's your code and you can get as much air as you want the entire month. Okay. Is that brilliant? How, how often do you have to put air in your tires to justify 10, 10 So the base is $10 Maybe $5. A month. I don't know. We'll okay. come up with a number. Three, five. Bun loves this idea. Is that what Bun is saying? Yes. Okay. But then you drive around and like you could be like, okay, you're in Marietta one day. You're like, I need air. And, it, and the app has a little map that shows you where our light and airy stations are. I think it's brilliant. Because some people are obsessive compulsive about air, like they are like washing their car and stuff. So it's like they just have to make sure they have enough air. Like, so if you're in the light and airy club, mm-hmm. if you're supposed to be at 32... <laughs> But you're at 31. Go ahead. Put some in. Who's going to stop you? I'll go down to like 23. Okay. You're lopsided. And just roll the dice. I told you today your car is lopsided. I'm not. I put air in my tires on Friday. Yeah. And it was free air. And I didn't have to join a subscription program. <laughs> like the Steak of the Month Club or something. The Light and Airy. No, you I love the name? Do. Yes, great. Air on the side of caution. That's great. That's good. I like the name. Very clever. Mm-hmm. Well done. I just don't know that the concept is there. Well, but, go back to the drawing board. Work on the concept. Maybe come up with a, come up with a, something else other than free air. Okay. That people might need. All right. I like I like where your head's at, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cadillac Jack MD. Oh, gosh. I'm going to share a story with you right now that... Um, is going to make your skin crawl. I didn't think I was going to share because it is absolutely the most ludicrous and stupidest thing that I have ever done in my entire life. Okay. That's saying Donna, a lot. Because you have done Donna, some ridiculous Donna. things. You know how on TikTok you see certain things being done and you're like... Uh, wow, that's going to make my life a whole lot easier. Like or, you figure out from Chick-fil-A that there's a straw holder. Or that, nugget or, box. you know, I've seen the one with the spaghetti noodles where all your life you've been draining your spaghetti noodles wrong. You know, mm-hmm. you, you put the colander actually in the pot where the boiling water was and turn it upside down. 
Right. Small things like that. Maybe you've seen things on TikTok that, that will help you save money. Those are called life hacks. For Right. Not surgical things. For me, it was all of those things. And I had been wanting to do this for a few weeks. And let me explain what I saw. I saw on TikTok people that had not been to the dentist in a while. Oh God. And they would show the plaque buildup um, on the backside okay. of Carl your is shaking Donna, his head. <laughs> let me finish. You could see the plaque buildup in the back of the lower front teeth on these people. And someone had like a, what looked like a pressure washer. I guess that's how they do it. And, and with the pressure of the water, it removes the plaque. Well, a few weeks ago, I started to see just a very slight plaque buildup on the inside of my lower front teeth. Okay. And it was bothering me a little bit, but you know how I hate the dentist. I don't go to the dentist an awful lot at all. Okay. So I thought, you know what? I got this. I can, I can deep clean my teeth myself here at home in the, in the luxury and comfort of my very own home. From watching a TikTok. From watching a TikTok. So I had one of those things that you, go ahead, Don. How old are you? 47. Okay. I had one of those things that you buy at CVS that has a hook on the end of it, right? Where, where is this going? Oh, God. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah. That they, they use it at the dentist office. You see them using it. They've been to school. Yeah, go ahead. Can I go on? Yes. So, Friday night, after we went to Olive Garden, I decided I was going to make this. <laughs> I mean, that there's a transition. <laughs> that I was going to make this my little project, my little stay-at-home project for Friday night. And I proceeded to use the little instrument that I bought at CVS and began removing what I thought was some, again, very small plaque deposits on the inside of my lower front teeth. Well, it was going so well, I just kept digging and digging and digging. And I was like, I said to you, Don, I'm saving us thousands of dollars right now by not going to the dentist and having a deep cleaning because I'm doing it right now at home. And what did I say? Stop. What are you doing? Stop. So it turns out it was not plaque. I have veneers. And so it was the casing that holds the filed down tooth and the very thin piece of porcelain together that creates your veneer on each tooth. And the base of this capsule, we'll call it, had begun to become exposed because how I've had veneers, what, 10 years, I guess? Yes. And they're dated, I guess, a little bit, you know, and there's some wear and tear on them. And so I was actually removing the piece of <clears throat> plastic, whatever it was, that, that holds meshes and holds everything together so that you have teeth. I don't have two teeth now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carl. Uh, yeah. There's more. Just when you think you've heard it all. There's more. And you, I couldn't make this up. I know you're listening right now to this podcast and you're thinking, number one, what a dumbass. And I will admit that that's me. And this was, again, the stupidest thing I've ever done in my entire life. But I felt so good about it, Donna. I felt like I was making gains and 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 just getting something done. I could check off. You got something done. I could check off plaque removal on my to-do list. You got something done. Without having a file with insurance. So in order for the tooth that's been filed down and the little piece of porcelain that goes on the front to make your tooth just symmetrically perfect and beautiful, they use a very, very strong industrial adhesive glue which unbeknownst to me at this time is now exposed on the back of the piece of porcelain or veneer 
Saturday morning, I get up, have a cherry Coke. Oh my God. Okay. Everything from there, Olive Garden to mm-hmm. Cherry Coke. This there whole is a story. chemical reaction. I could not make this up. There is a chemical reaction in my mouth from the acid in the Diet Coke and the chemicals in the glue. And it starts to bubble and burn. And I now have third degree burns on my tongue. <laughs> then when I swallowed that same chemical reaction, then moved down my esophagus, burning all the way, into my intestines, if that's indeed how you swallow and things get to your stomach. And I had a really, really upset tummy all day Saturday. <laughs> and, t- and I smelled of chemicals. <laughs> I did. Like, I would fart because I had to. Like, these chemicals are like, we got to get out of here somehow. We're going to combust. We've got to escape. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it out of his asshole. And so I would toot. And Donna, it was a smell of like, not even sulfur. Sulfur would have been like a, a a wonderful note to smell compared to what was coming out. Think of that one kid in your chemistry class back in high school who mixed uh, one chemical wrong with the other during like a lab. And it started to bubble and brew and smoke and, and nearly caught the classroom and entire school on fire. It didn't, but nearly did. But the smell, like they had to, they had to pull the fire alarms and clear the entire school just because of the smell. That was that smell coming out. Continuing this morning, and I apologize if, if <laughs> there's still some left. I believe. Okay. And, and you tried to... In the midst of all this, you tried to wake me up Friday night. When I discovered what had happened, when I discovered my unfortunate misstep. I'm dead asleep. And I said, I can't deal with this right now. Go back to sleep. Let's talk. I needed, I needed Donna to be able to tell someone I needed help. I needed help because by this point, the two teeth in question had disintegrated. And, and uh, what do they call it? Uh, they were dead teeth, I guess. And I had swallowed them. Okay. And they still haven't come out. All right. I am so sorry if you are listening to this story. And I just, I don't even know. I couldn't make it up. I could not create this story. This story is a true life. Um, again, I blame it on TikTok. Okay. Okay. The only thing that I have to say is I tried to tell you. As with other missteps in your life, I tried to tell you, stop. And you didn't do it. You didn't do it. It was going well. It was Friday it? night, it was going well. Was it? I didn't know that I would be able to do it. It was just what I thought, again, were just some very s- small pockets of a plaque. And that happens. Everybody has plaque on their teeth. But it was bothering me. And it was kind of rough to the touch of my tongue on the back. You know? So I thought, well, I can get rid of this and everything will be fine. How's that working? Um... I'm okay now, but the weekend was rough. You've stabilized. The weekend was very rough. I couldn't even drink water because well, here's my thinking. I can drink. It's the acidity in the, in the, in the soda that's causing the chemical reaction and the third degree burns on my tongue. So I was very dehydrated. <laughs> so just drink water. You can't. Here's why it's it. The why any sort of liquid, including saliva would cause the glue to come off of the back of the veneer. Okay. Now, the chemical reaction took place with the acidity in the soda. But even if you drink water, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go get some ginger ale 
from the grocery store, which I did, because surely ginger ale doesn't have as much acidity in it as soda does. It didn't matter, though, because it would still wash this industrial uh, grade rubber cement off of the back of the, the, the tooth or teeth, as is the case. And then it would just it would like swim in the bottom of your mouth until you swallowed and then go down in your stomach. It was worse with the soda because you had the chemical reaction, but the water and ginger ale, uh, it would still pull the glue off of the tooth. Okay. If Dr. Pete Bolden is uh, Donna, listening from Atlanta stop Dental Spa, he has to be like, doing this? Which, it's just insanity. The amount of money that veneers cost. And then you're over there doing. I still have them though. I Okay. Yeah. They just don't have teeth on the back of them. All right. I can eat. I thought that was going to be a problem. I thought, how the hell am I going to eat? I, I just, I honestly, I don't know what to do with this story. I really don't. I, I don't support know. me. Okay. Which you wouldn't do when I woke you up. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do support you. I do. But it just, you get yourself into these situations. Do and, I? Well, it's it, like not everybody. I mean, people see people wearing Daisy Dukes on TikToks. You don't, some people don't need to wear them. Okay. It appeared to be a very simple fix on TikTok. This little pressure washer thing. Who's doing this? A 14 year old? It didn't say just show the, the people's teeth in the back. Okay. And they, they had it rough. I mean, mine looked okay compared to some of the plaque deposits that you see on TikTok that get pressure washed away, probably at the dentist office. But again, I thought this is a good stay-at-home project. Imagine the number of dentists and like <sighs> ENT doctors because people are cleaning their own ears and their own teeth and they're learning. Dermatologists, people, I'll just, you know, extract this pimple and then- You next, do that all the time. Not like that. Not like these people on TikTok. Mm. I'll extract someone else's pimple. Yeah, but not like these people mm -hmm. doing major surgery on themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay, you well, you thank got? you for sharing. Well, you don't say, okay. I wasn't going to tell the story because it is so out there. Mm -hmm. But I thought, you know what? We're very honest. Well, maybe someone needs this information. On this podcast. The, so, the, the information is do not do. Everything that you see on TikTok. Anything. Like perform oral surgery on yourself. Yeah. A little bit of pain, but I'll be all right. All right. Well, don't, you, don't you worry about me, Don Choke. Keep us updated. Well, I am worried, but I just don't, I don't, I don't know the whole thing. All right. We're going to shift to the Oscars. Wow. Did we really need them? And where did the movies come from? We've been in a pandemic for it's the last insane. year. So all of these movies that you saw when, where were they screened? Where did, where did people go see them? I think at home. They started Oscar coverage on ABC at noon. It was earlier than the Super Bowl yeah. and so unnecessary and so unneeded. Well, not to the people who were nominated, but I know what you're saying. But I mean, it was just like I I used to love the Oscars, like to watch the fashion and who's with who and what's going on. I had zero interest until Brad Pitt came on the screen. I waited literally the entire night just to see Brad Pitt. You did. With his, looks, man, with his man bun. Oh, my God. He looks so good. I knew about, I can't even remember, like maybe one or two of the movies. But I, I, I have no idea where the rest of these movies came from. And, and zero interest. Zero interest. And they weren't big. I mean, the people who were in them, the, the actors and actresses are, I'm sure, amazing. But it wasn't, they weren't even, most of them were not even mainstream Actors and actors actresses. and actresses that yeah. you that you knew their name. So, 
you know, but I, I think it was important to start to show the world coming back to normal. They did sort of have a red carpet and that kind of thing. But they could have streamed them, don't you think? Like on Hulu or something? Well, I don't think so for the people who won. Halle Berry had bangs. I did see that. That what, was that was all the rage. Um, it was great to see Reese Witherspoon. She looked great. She was one of only like five names I recognized. No kidding. Like uh, uh, who opened? Um, can't even remember her name now. She fell as she approached the stage. What was her name? Regina Scott. Regina yeah. uh, King. King. I said she's amazing. Um, she did almost fall. The I thought the the way they had them was really interesting. I mean, it was kind of like they had everyone kind of like they were at a train station. Group, yeah, but it was cool in 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 L.A. But they had them grouped in kind of like bank banquets like seating and stuff and i think they it it seemed more like the golden globes the way that they had everyone seated and they came up but you know i I think to start to get back to normal it's a bridge to normalcy normality it's a a jog it's a jog to normal it's not a full-blown sprint okay can we talk about the octopus yes I, okay. I never heard of this this documentary, and I'm a documentary fan. I love documentaries. Okay. But, but it's you told me it's about a man who who had kink with a, 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 a octopus. No, or something. he did not, and I did not say that. Um, the, it's called it's on Netflix, and it's my octopus teacher. And um, if you've seen this, you're going to be like, if you if you've seen it come up on your Netflix, you're like, this is weird. Like, why would I want to watch this? So I watched 30 minutes of it, and I couldn't watch it. I started just bawling, crying bawling crying and when i tell you about this you're gonna think that is batshit you know what but it's it's just it 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 was it's amazing so there's this diver and his name is craig foster and he dives down and he comes upon this um octopus and i'm not going to tell you the whole story but Please, please don't spoil it well let me just tell you this the little octopus loses an arm it grows back the fur he he hugs him like you will never Never eat calamari again if you watch this. And I'm telling you, you're going to watch this. You're going to start watching and you're going to be like, this is nutty. And then you're going to get sucked in. And by the end of it, you will be bawling, crying. That you would, you, you can't imagine that an octopus and a human can have this kind of connection. And I'm just going to tell you this. Get ready because okay. it, it's kind of like old yeller. It ends sadly. Okay. It just It does. But it is totally worth, and the guy has this like really calming voice, but it, watch it. And you should watch it with your kids too. I mean, it really is. I, I know Charlotte's too, like both of our kids are too emotionally attached to animals, which sounds crazy, but an octopus is an animal to watch it, but it's amazing. And it won documentary, best documentary. So it's, yeah. that is worth watching. Any movies that you would recommend people go check out? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, see, that's just it. We I, can't honestly, do that. I didn't even in this know anything because we did, the Soul, uh, the Disney movie Soul, yes. one, and that's really about. That was the only movie I think that I even heard of, seen none, but at least had heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, because was it Jamie Foxx? I think got his first uh, his first Oscar. I think so. So, all right, check all the uh, winners out from the Oscars. New promo code for Dinner Affair, dinneraffare.com. Here's how it works. There are 15 new meals that are posted every single month at dinneraffair.com. You go and select the meals, a number of meals that you would like uh, to order, depending on the size of your family and how big eaters they are. Caddy 2021 is the promo code C-A-D-D-Y 2021. Kits are designed to go directly into the freezer, less waste and more taste with dinner affair. Yeah, we had is it kicking chicken? Yes, last night. Oh, yes. it looks so good. Yeah. And it comes you did, with this, you did that one. You did yeah, that one. Yeah, and it comes with this honey mustard sauce. But um we did two versions. We did like a little um breadcrumb kind of Friday version, and then I did a grilled version. So it was kind of like, you know, the best of both worlds. Like you got 
grilled nuggets and you got fried nuggets. Sounds boring. It's one of our kids' favorite meals. And we just did rice on the side. You can do any, like you could do broccoli. You can do anything super quick. And when I'm talking about broccoli, I'm talking about like Trader Joe's frozen broccoli. You don't have to do anything. I mean, if you want to get, yeah, if you want to get fancy, good for you. But like you can do one or two sides. And that's the thing. You do not have to cook this huge meal with dinner affair. It's just, um, couple easy steps you've got dinner on the table and then just do one easy side and and you've got a great meal and I put this dinner together in 20 like 23 minutes I timed it from start to finish it was the easiest thing dredge the chicken rolled it in the bread crumbs and put it in the oven that's it free contactless delivery in Atlanta dinner affair also ships nationwide doesn't matter where you are listening to the podcast that promo code that saves you $30 off your first order is good anywhere caddy 2021 at dinneraffair.com dinner a-f-a-r-e.com your hype song Donna on the way to the app and media group and app and podcast network okay this is a good one you ready for this I'm ready Rick Springfield Jesse's girl love it God, I love Rick Springfield now he was Australian did you know that did not yeah. Um, it was released in 1981. I mean, imagine how long ago that was. And um, every time you hear Jesse's Girl, like you just like run out onto uh, the dance floor. The reason I picked Jesse's Girl is because if you've ever been to New York, there's this great cover band. There's an 80s cover band called Jesse's Girl. And they played the Bowery and a couple other places in New York. And they played. They were back in New York this weekend playing. And for New Yorkers, I saw all these people from New York posting about it because it's something that small. Like for us in Atlanta, it may be the Peachtree Road Race. If you're listening in any other city, there's something going on in your city. Right. And when that comes back, you're like, okay, the world is starting to come back to normal. So people are going out and seeing this 80s band and they're great. They play all this 80s music and they dress up and people dress up, they go to see them. If you ever go to New York, check them out, just put in Jesse's Girl, but it's worth going to see. But that's my hype song. How about you? Our 15-year-old daughter, Charlotte, and I did a, uh, what we'll call a ride-along yesterday. We just get in the Jeep and drive because Charlotte just got her permit, what, about two months ago? And she's doing great. And it's a great opportunity to be together but have conversations and give her notes on driving and tell her what she's doing right and how she can do better, but also to enjoy music. And Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Love that. I would like to add to the Donna and Caddy Spotify Hype Song Playlist. Any of that Michael Jackson music, PYT, Billie Jean, takes me back to high school. Where were you? How old were you? Uh, what year was it? 80s. Whew, much younger than you, mm-hmm. but I, I, I was in like third grade. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Did you have a glove? I did not. And I did oh. not have the uh, sequin jacket. Which oh, was yeah. Big. Grammy couldn't afford that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. The parachute pants. Wasn't yeah. that him? Oh, yeah. That was big. Members yeah. only jackets. Yes. Yes. But she's got, I give Charlotte the ox when we, when we're cruising around and she has a lot of MJ on her. She loves her Michael Jackson. Well, I said to her, I said, where, where are you finding all this MJ? And what'd she say? Mommy. Mommy. Mm-hmm. Mommy's got great taste in music. Yeah. Great taste in men too. Oh, yes. Like that. Oh, I do. Luke Bryan is going to hit the road. Very exciting. Not not literally like leaving, but he's going to hit the road. Yeah. And tour in 2021. We've talked a lot on the podcast because we are classified by Apple as a music podcast. Uh, there are some artists that are going to, you know, they're going to they're going to stay off the road until 2022. But there are a lot of artists that are saying, you know what? We're going for it. Uh, Luke Bryan is one of those. The Proud to be right here tour is going to kick off July 8th in Syracuse. And like Eric Church, we know the uh, the biggest listening area that we have is Atlanta. Luke Bryan has no Atlanta date. I know it's. I think it's. Well, I may, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if this is for a reason. I'm wondering if there's something with the Atlanta venues where they're, I don't know, where they're not 
opening up yet. And I don't know why. Well, but the same venues that he's playing in, in Syracuse and around the are nation. Are by would, the same yeah. live so nation. I, 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 don't know. I don't know. It's very strange. But it seems to be happening more and more. I wonder if people are going to rename their tours. Have you thought about that? Because everything's opening back up. Like my, if my tour was going to be called the Southern Soul Tour, it mm. would now be called Y'all Get Your Asses Here Tour. You know what I mean? Come one, come all. Right. Come all, come all ye faithful. All that. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Luke Bryan hitting the road in 2021. All right. Jana Kramer. We got to tell you who she is, I think. One Tree Hill was a show on on the WB. Yep. She also was a country singer. She had a couple of songs that she released uh, in a very successful podcast with her husband, Michael Kaysen. And she was on Dancing with the Stars, too. Right. Yes. They have decided that they're going to divorce. Surprised? This is a long story here that we won't get into all the ups and downs, but he's a former NFL player. Um, they got married. They have two kids. And when Jana was doing Dancing with the Stars, she found out that he had been unfaithful. And he had been unfaithful multiple times and ended up going into treatment while she was doing Dancing with the Stars for sex addiction. And then came out of that. They separated. They got remarried. Um, and they started a podcast together and the podcast was wind down. It kind of started out as her pod. It, it is wind down. It started out as her podcast and then he kind of joined. And I, I like this podcast. I've listened to it quite a bit. It is very real, raw relationship talk. Because they've talked a lot about his addiction, right? They were going through it. I mean, like when, when they first started, and like I said, she started the podcast and then he kind of joined her. And when they were going through all this, um, they would have their therapist on, you know, on the podcast and basically do their therapy live during the podcast, but not funny stuff. I mean, like some of their stuff is funny and it's marriage material and that kind of thing, but a lot of just really raw, gritty stuff that they're going through, you know, issues about trust, issues about infidelity, issues about self-confidence and just all kinds of things. And then they wrote a book um, and it was, it's called, what's it? The hard, what is it called? I can't remember, but it, I'll, I'll look it up. Um, Self-help or relationship help. Yeah, but it, and they did a tour. They, they went around and they were doing kind of like they would do their podcast live and um, the good fight. That's what it's called. Um, and they would do because that was always her thing is it, she's fighting for their marriage. And she was very honest about the fact that she had some work to do, but the majority of the work was on him. And. um there were times they would talk about like, you know, if you've ever been in a situation where you've had infidelity, where um, the person says, you know, I've, 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 I've apologized and I've moved on and, and not, you shouldn't be holding this over my head. And one of the things that they talked about that I thought was so great is she would say, there's, there's no timetable on my feelings. Right. You don't get to just say, I apologize. I've moved on. You know, my trust issues are now really deep and all of this stuff. So anyways, it came to light over the weekend, I guess. And they really haven't said why or what one can only surmise that there's because she said it. She kind of alluded in Instagram that something had happened again, but she's filed for divorce. And it's a very tricky situation because they have two kids, which is always tricky. They also have this podcast together. And I thought it was funny. They were like, who's going to get the podcast? Obviously, the material is with her. He was, I will say though, he was very good on the podcast, but you know, I think obviously she'll probably get it. If we got divorced, who would get my second act? 
why are we doing this? Huh? Why are we doing this? I think there are people listening right now that have the same question. Like, would you fight for the podcast in court? Like, you fight? Because I'd fight for Roscoe. Okay. You can have the podcast, but I get Roscoe. Okay. Okay. Me and and Jim, it'll be our third act. Okay. My third act. Good luck with all that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be compelling content. But anyways, um, so it's just, you know, it's tricky. Because when you, you know, the book's out there, it just came out. But I don't think there's anything. The thing that I, I find interesting about the two of them is I think there's sometimes when people give relationship advice that have zero business giving relationship advice. In this case, the fact that they wrote a book about the good fight and everything they're going through, it, it doesn't lessen anything. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're giving false. I understand what you're saying, but why doesn't it? Because I think that it would. Because the whole book is about their evolution into seeing if it's going to work out. You know, one of the things she would always say on the podcast is today in this moment, I trust him. A couple of times she was like, I don't trust him today. So it was very transparent. It wasn't like all glossed over, you know, like, you know what they always say is like people who get remarried end up getting divorced after that because it's this big public show of we're doing great. You know, we're 20, you got married and then 20 years in, you want to do this vow renewal or whatever. And there's always the big joke that after that, that for whatever reason, those people always end up breaking up. You know, there was just a study done that people say babe all the time that they have the worst relationships or the people who brag about, like, have you ever been around people and they brag about how great and active their like hairbrushing life is at home? They're having the least amount. They're having the least amount of hairbrushing. So the thing that I admire about the two of them is that it takes courage to come forward and say, as they have been doing on this podcast and in the book, it's not pretty. Real life is not pretty. Relationships, you know, and we all get stuck in this. And she's very good about Instagram versus reality. You know, they were up for like a big, like the, one of the biggest podcasting awards. And, um, she showed them on the red carpet and then she showed this picture of them an hour before where they had gotten into this barn burner argument and she's bawling crying and they're having to redo her makeup and all this. And so I applaud people who are transparent in their lives because that's what's missing right now is everyone looks at everyone else and says, Oh my gosh, look, you know, they're always on vacation. They're always happy. They're always this. They're always, they have the perfect life. They have the perfect kids. There is no perfection. And so I feel bad for her because I think it has been a fight. And that's what she said in her Instagram post is, I'm just tired of fighting. You know, and she also said in there, you can't do it alone. So for whatever reason, you know, he's got some demons and they're resurfacing. And and unlike any, you know, just like every other addiction, I don't think that sex addiction is any different. And you know, I think that there's a lot of um, like people you know, don't want to talk about that. I'm sure some use it as a cop out. Absolutely. But I think there is a, there is a real addiction there. And just like people who relapse with drinking and drugs, I'm sure they do here, but so much more painful, I think, because, you know, drinking and drugs obviously involve other people, but sex addiction is a very personal thing. The intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish them the best. And I think it's a very sad story. You think there'll be a second printing of the book, like some chapters added at the back? Maybe. Like some notes in a workbook section or something? Yeah. About how to... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. Second edition. Yeah. All right. Continuing the relationship conversation or relationship content conversation. Scott Disick, I have said before, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians. I don't watch. It's the last season, I think, right now. It's the final season. I've I've, I've checked in and out of a couple... 
a couple of the episodes because it is the final season. Scott Disick is always my favorite character because I think Scott Disick is the most honest of them all. You don't talk about addiction struggles. He's been yeah. very honest with his addiction struggles and he's been a great father. The, he's the, a great father. I don't know Scott Disick, but he, he appears that way. Yeah, he definitely the turned show. the corner. Well, Courtney Kardashian has a new boyfriend. And it's not just any new boyfriend, uh, Travis Barker. Okay, who is he? He's a drummer from Blink 182. Very tatted, right? Yes. Is that him? Thin. Yes. Okay. He's just a bad boy. Well, you're into Travis Scott, aren't you? Or no, Travis Barker. Travis Barker. He Barker. well, and, and he survived a, a plane crash, if you remember. Um I mean, crazy, crazy stories. Amazing drummer. Yes. So in a recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, in the final season here. Some of, of, of court, well, some of both of Courtney's sisters, and that would be Kim Kardashian and Chloe Kardashian, right? Yes. They were kind of pushing Courtney and, and inquiring and asking if she and Scott would ever get back together. Well, they probably have one of the most healthy co parenting relationships that I've ever seen. Agreed. And for me to say that involving a Kardashian, but they do. And, and as you said before, Scott has struggled with addiction on camera, lost both of his parents, and really right now, this could shake him um, has kind of been very stable and, and they, they're just always together. They're always together, but they're not married and they, they travel together. They hang out together, obviously for the show, but I mean, they just have a great, you know, co-parenting relationship where the kids kind of go back and forth between the ones. Now, obviously sometimes when you have money and all that stuff, it makes it easier, but she has a hot relationship going with Travis Barker. And I mean, some of the posts she's posting and he's posting on Instagram blush worthy i mean so it's just crazy it's almost like like she's in her 40s it's almost like she's 15 16 and this is like some love affair but here's the thing that's so fascinating travis barker they live in um all the kardashians live in calabasas travis barker has always lived like four doors down from courtney kardashian and he raised his kids he has uh three kids from shannon right two from shannon and one from someone else what was the reality show because that's how I know both of them somewhat. I can't remember. I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah, it was on MTV. It was, it was really popular. good. Yeah, yeah really good. So, but he, after they got divorced, he raised his kids as a single dad down the street. And so they would see each other, like at carpool or at the schools and all this stuff. And so as like crazy as it is that like he's this wild rocker and she's a Kardashian, it, it they're kind of just parents. You know what I mean? And now they're, her, his kids are grown. Her kids are still younger. But um. The point to this whole story is to put it into real life and not Kardashians is I think Scott is so and he said like he's not mad that she's dating Travis Barker because this is Hollywood. They all date whoever they want to do. That has nothing to do with it. He's just upset because I don't think he thought she was ever going to move on with anybody. And so you and I were talking about it. Like what happens when like I think when people get divorced and then one person like you, you maybe both people start dating other people you're just dating and you're like oh you know that's one of his girlfriends or that's one of her boyfriends and yeah he's nice I like him but you don't think it's going anywhere and then all of a sudden one of you like is serious is serious and you're like okay wait what about me she's actually going to get remarried and start a new life with someone else and it's almost less about because if you're a great co-parent your kids will you're going to co-parent. You know what I mean? You're going to work that out. It's more your feelings as the spouse or the ex-spouse. Like, wait, I kind of thought like we were going to grow old together and he'd always take care of me or she'd always take care of me. We may not be married, but we'd be in each other's lives. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. 
Jim's in her life now. Or Frida is in his life, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is like the friends. Like when people are like rude, because now all of Courtney's friends are like, oh, I'm so glad you're in this relationship. It's so great. Oh my gosh, she looks so happy. This is the happiest I've ever seen her. Is the other person like, well, what about me? Was she miserable? Did she look miserable when she was with me? So do you think Scott Disick was holding on in, in hopes I that maybe one, one moment in time, maybe it would turn around and they'd be back Yeah, there? I do. I think there's a lot of people listening to the podcast that are in that situation. That it's have like, one foot in, one foot out. Well, you don't want to be married to them anymore, but you don't want them to be married to, to be else. married to anybody else yeah. to move on. It's kind of a tricky situation. And again, not about co-parenting because you're going to figure that out. As an adult, you're going to figure out what's best for your kids. But for you and your little heart, you're like, wait, what? Why did he move on? Why did she move on? And men move on quickly. If you're a woman and you're listening to this podcast and you're it, would you have, it's not your source. Do you have do you have me, research on this? Me, or? me, me. History. That's not always the case, though. Men can't be alone. They don't know how to do anything. They can't. I mean, men will get with anybody just to have someone do their laundry. I mean, like they just can't do it. Women can. Women are self-sufficient and we learn from things. Like if you're a woman and you're listening and you've been in a miserable relationship, you're like, okay, I'm not doing that one again. I'm not doing that again. Men are like, eh, if she just pays me some attention, I'll marry her. What the hell? Scratches my back. Seriously. That my, my, that one, my, my ex-wife, she stopped cooking. She didn't scratch my back. Linda scratches my back. It's like, okay, go with Linda. Good, Good luck, luck with Linda. Yeah. Good luck there, buddy. But women are a little more discerning. Sorry, men. It's just a fact. Men need women. Especially when they get older. Because men are afraid to be like alone when they're older. Women, as they get older, are like, I'm just going to get together with my friends and we're going to travel to Europe and drink wine and take a Viking cruise. And men are like, whoa, 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 Carol. Back up a little bit. What about me? You need to stay home. I don't feel like traveling. My legs aren't working real well. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you got to stay home and take care of Carl instead of going on your Viking and all your cruise friends Carol. are on the Viking cruise. Seriously. I'm telling you, that's how it works. Women are needier when they're younger because we we feel this um, societal urge to like get married, have kids, have the white picket fence. Men, when they're younger, are like, want to sow their oats, don't want to be tied down, don't tell me what to do. And then as we get older, women are like, oh, thank God, my kids are out of the house. I can go do what I want to do. I can do Pilates. I can do this. I can do whatever I want. I can have wine with my friends. I can join a book club. I can whatever. And men are at home like, what time are you going to be home? And in bed by like 830. Yeah. Watching their stories. Law and order. Yeah. You're not going you're, you're gonna to be home, right? You know, it's just a different situation. I think it switches. Tell us what you think. I think you're probably right, actually. Yeah. Tell, us what, right. tell us what you think. All right. A couple of ways that we can connect outside of the two episodes that you listen to each week of my second act. On social media, Twitter and Instagram, at ATL Cadillac. There's the Cadillac Jack Facebook fan page. And you can reach out to me directly on my phone with the podcast voicemail text line, 770-464-6024. And that's a way that we can keep uh, communication going outside of the two episodes that you hear every single week. Living room sets, sofas, sectionals, love seats, recliners. If you need it for your home, Gallery Furniture has it. 16,000 square foot showroom and warehouse. 
in Gainesville. Shop now, pay later, and if you find it on the showroom floor when you visit, you can take it home that day. Donna's going to help you load it up, tie it down, and get you back on the road and home with that brand new furniture. And it is time for new furniture. It's spring cleaning. You're cleaning out everything. You're cleaning your house out. You kind of want to move some things around. If you're like me, you like fancy yourself an interior decorator. So like at two o'clock on a Saturday, you'll just start moving your furniture around, much to your husband's dismay. Mm. And you're like, can you come help me pick up this couch and move it? Well, this is the time. This is the time to go up and get a few pieces. So if you're looking for just a console table, if you're looking for a recliner, if you're looking for new mattresses, this is the time to go get it done. And make sure you go see Donna. You don't have to make an appointment with her. You don't have to call to see if she's going to be there because she's always there. And the reason she is is because this is her business that she started with her father. Her father started it, passed it down. This is a generational business. And you know that on this podcast, we love to work with local companies. So show your love for local by shopping local. Ask for the Wolfman merchandise, ask for Donna merchandise available. And you can also check the website and see uh, what they have and what's coming in too. They have deliveries every single day at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville, askforthewolfman.com. Our thanks to executive producer Carl App and new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Oh, 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 oh,